Good day and happy Wednesday. Also, happy Pride Month. Um, it's June. It's Pride Month. This is a gay episode. <laughs> sorry about it. Hashtag not really sorry. And this episode is called <laughs> Am I Gay? And spoiler alert, disclaimer, yes, yes I am. So today we're going to be talking about gay shit. Yay, one of the funnest things ever, right? So of course I have your history lesson for you, some meditation minute. We're also going to do some um, mental health moment. Um, I'm going to start adding that in there as well. Talk about some of my experiences and what, you know, the telltale signs, like the rainbow flags that went off in my head and was like, (laughs) am I gay? So yeah, stick with me and it's going to be a fun little gay journey. Yay. Look, if you don't know what pride is, rude. You should go Google it. But <laughs> nevertheless, here I am to spread some sunshine on that and give a little bit of a tidbit on it. And yeah, so the month of June is Pride Month for LGBTQ plus community. Um, even though we live our lives to the fullest and, you know, celebrate all year long, June is a month where we just throw in some extra festivities and more glitter into it. Okay. So it's super, super fun, but of course that aroma, aroma, (laughs) that Rona bitch, she homophobic and she's canceling pride this year for a lot of places. So fuck her. There's usually parades and celebrations and stuff, but you know, like I said, she's made all that be canceled. So again, Rona, just go away. Nobody likes you. You're homophobic now. Ugh, gross. So yeah, um, that sucks. But still, I encourage people to celebrate your, your pride regardless. And you know, let your little rainbow flag fly, you know? And it all kind of started, you know, um, back, I, and I've talked about this before in her story lesson before, you know, the stone wall, stone wall riots, you know, I'm trying to talk super fast and, you know, get to the point. But yeah, Stonewall riots um, was definitely a time where police brutality, um, imagine police brutality um, being a fucking issue, um, was an issue, especially with the trans community and the LGBTQ um, plus community and everything. And girl, it started with these African-American black um trans women throwing bricks and ship shit and um yes bitch so it kind of stems from that you know and you know parades and stuff started to become a thing and i believe it um it was a couple years ago with uh obama who who declared june being pride month and unfortunately the cheeto i mean the president that we have now doesn't acknowledge that so um (laughs) there we are so we have to create our own little rainbow lives and celebrate the best way we can and i encourage it go pride yay again if you have more questions and stuff you should probably google it Now for some rainbow flags that went off in my mind as a child to make me think, hmm, am I gay? So, of course, there's so much more that goes into it. And don't fight me on it. I don't give a fuck. But there are people that believe, like, oh, it's a choice. Nah, bitch. Like, the best way I can explain it is, like, my favorite color is red. And I can't explain it. I just love red. You know, it's my, you know, bees knees and everything like that. And I feel the same way about men. So, you know, that's just... I, I, it's in my DNA. It's how I, my mind works and everything like that. So it's not a choice, bitches. But here's some uh, examples to give out <laughs> to you guys to 
show you why as a child I was like, hmm, questioning, always questioning, hmm, am I gay? And the first thing being, um, and you know, if you're a homosexual boy and you grew up late 90s, early 2000s, like I did, you already know. Ricky Martin, like seeing his videos <laughs> and everything was like, hmm, okay, I like this, you know. Um, so yeah, Ricky Martin was definitely one of those factors that you were like, oh, Okay, Ricky, um, you could, yeah, she bang, he bang. <laughs> um, like I said, music videos and stuff just really, oh. but uh, kind of leading on to that with music and stuff, uh, pop stars, uh, duh, as a child, as a small gay uh, child, you know, there was so many times where I would find all these pop stars, like Britney Spears, uh, obsessed, was so obsessed, and like, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, I enjoy her music, but I'm like, bitch, I want to perform like her. I don't even like snakes, but give me a snake so I can recreate this performance. Um, you know, just so fierce. And I was just like, oh, I love this. And then you had like Avril Lavigne. And I kind of talked about the the girls that I were, <laughs> was except, uh, obsessed with in uh, previous episodes where I talked about women in music, but like pop stars as a, you know, J-Lo and stuff like that. Like, little gay boys ate that shit up and was like, ooh, the costumes, the the dance moves, the way they're just, like, divas and badasses. Yes. Eat that shit up. Rainbow flags going off everywhere. Love it. And my last one is kind of particular to me, and I, I follow a lot of people, too, on social media and know some people in real life, too, that uh, experience the same thing. And it's not a... It's it's not like more people would agree with Ricky Martin and the pop stars, but for me personally, another reason why I was like, "Am I gay?" was the WWE women, which at the time growing up they were called divas, and um, they progressed and changed it. Which I never really saw a problem with the word diva because I just didn't. But they were like so fucking fierce. And uh, girl, if you don't know what I'm talking about, like let me just try to break it down for you. So women's wrestling, I know it was like wrestling in general was bigger in like the nineties and early two thousands. And it's kind of died down and lost the fan base or whatever. But, um, girl, like I just loved the women. Of course I like watching the men and stuff like that. Like they're entertaining, but like, no seeing like badass women fighting, uh, is just so amazing. And like their confidence and their attitudes and stuff like that was great. Like, and the fact now that I'm older, I can appreciate because, you know, back then they didn't get much of an opportunity to actually show their skills. It was always, I'm going to be the sex kitten and the, the like in brawl and panty matches. And it was very over-sexualized and everything. But looking back, I'm like, they were strong like to even put up with that and be like, yeah, this is what I have to do and tell my story and do it the best way I can. Um, but again, they progress. And I think that's the reason why they kind of stripped away the diva mentality and the diva name and everything and just called them women superstars, which I think is great. Um, but again, I feel like they could just change the culture and be like, they're still divas, but they, they're still kicking ass and everything like that. But I just loved it. And I, I mean, I remember growing up and just, oh my God, I was like, these women are like everything. They're fierce and you know, where, like, most, I liked the guys, like I said, and most, like, younger kids, you know, friends were like, oh, I want to be like John Cena or this person, The Undertaker, Kane, and I was like, they're cool, but, like, have you seen Trish Stratus? Like, she a badass, you know, Lita, you, Victoria, and then even as I got older, the Bella Twins, everything like that, like, it just, 
I just loved them. They were fierce. They had amazing attire and they put more into it. They're kind of like pop stars, but they, they wrestle. So uh, that's always something that I've enjoyed so much and I've loved. And another flag that went off in my mind that was like, mm, am I gay? Because I'm enjoying these women wrestle and fight and be fierce, but not in like a weird sexual way. And like, I never, I was like, okay, these brawl and panty matches, I'm not getting anything out of this, but like, oh, she's being a fierce bitch and like slapping people and kicking people in the face. That's what I want to see. So yeah, those are little three things that I experienced as a child that made me start questioning, um, hmm, am I gay? And we wouldn't even mention other things like, I don't know, the underwear aisle in stores and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. Going forward, I want to include this segment that I'm going to call Mental Health Moment, where, you know, I take a moment to say, hey, here's a tip for me, you know, because I feel like every episode I want to have something on mental health and a little suggestion, a little tidbit on, you know, overcoming your mental health issues if you have them or just, you know, incorporating something. And again, what works for me might not work for you, so don't take it and run with it, but just want to spread some positivity and give some suggestions. So I'm going to start with this first one. And I believe that something that it's helped me, I know for sure with my mental health and definitely um, could help you. I'm not sure, but I suggest is something um, that I do every morning usually. Um, and then sometimes I have to do it at night because I totally forget, not going to lie. But it, I call it like the grateful game. And so what I do is I just rattle off three things that I'm grateful for each day. It Sometimes they're completely random. Like it, it's whatever comes to mind. So, you know, I always try to look at the positive things in life. And especially if I do it in the beginning of the day, I've noticed, you know, I can hold on to those three things. And throughout the day, if it's getting rough or if it's a rough day, go back to like, okay, this might be shit right now, but I'm grateful because of X. So think about X, you know, um, think about that happiness, you know, and that's kind of how I've had to train my mind to handle with a lot of things, especially now with the fucking world in the way that it is. So uh, focus more on the positive things in our lives rather than, you know, the negative and the bullshit. So yeah, it's something that I suggest the grateful game. Um, some, something that you could incorporate. It's super easy. Um, if you want to, I, I've thought about this before where I write them down so I can always go back and be like, oh yeah, I forgot like on April 12th of 2019, you know, whatever it might be, um, that I was grateful for X, Y, and Z. So yay. Again, take it, leave it. It's up to you, but it's my suggestion and it's something that helps me. Maybe it'll help you with the grateful game. If you do do it, let me know how it goes. Ew, I said do-do. <laughs> Anyways, grateful game. Yep. Now on to the most relaxing part of each episode. And that's a time where we take a deep breath. We clear our minds. You could self-check in with yourself, play the grateful game if you want to, and just, you know, sit back, lay down, relax, get in the mood if you want to. But, you know, it's meditation minute. Again, breathe in and breathe out and just 
like I said, right now there's a lot of shit going on, so we definitely need it. So definitely take, you know what, take 10 minutes if you fucking need to. Um, So yes, please enjoy this meditation minute. Okay, bitches, now that we've, um, you know, meditated and had our little mental moments and stuff like that, I do need to address what's going on in the world right now. Um, it's super sad. <laughs> it's something that I feel like um, needs to stop, like, 100%, like, I'm not even fucking around. Um, and I think it's time for people as myself, who I, um, I'm a white man, um, I need to check my white privilege, which I have, and um, start supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, I've definitely supported it in the past and before everything like that, but I feel like everybody needs to fucking now because this is getting ridiculous. There are so many people that are afraid out there, and it's because police are just fucking killing people over stupid shit. You have homeboy that shoots up a fucking school or... Does that all these little white fuckers that are going out and killing people and shooting people? And you see the fucking photos of the police gently carrying them to the car, and then you have sad things where they think that there's a fraudulent check or something like that, and they're fucking killing them like tackling them, like brutally hurting them and fucking killing them. And it just needs to stop. I know I'm getting super passionate and I'm saying fucking a lot, but I'm just really over it. It's it's really annoying <laughs> and upsetting and frustrating. And I think it's time that we put it into it. Honestly, yes, there's a lot of protests and stuff out there because we fucking need it. We need to show like, we, we don't want this anymore. You need to fucking stop. So I hope that you stand in support. And if you're one of those all lives matter bitches, please just stop listening to my podcast because clearly um, I'm not your demographic. <laughs> so, I just hope that we continue to grow and support. And even after the riots and the protests and everything die down, we still need to back this up, support how you can. Um, You know, there's even, uh, you know, links and stuff like that. I actually put it in my, my, my uh, fucking, I'm sorry. I'm so fucking irritated and flustered and somebody's doing yard work right now. So you might hear some buzzing in the background and I'm so sorry. They're trying to ruin my soap moment, but 
I'm going to put the link. One of my good friends, Kelsey, Kelsey and one of her friends, um, uh, they put together uh, a list of organizations and places where you can go and you can help. And if you can, definitely donate and stuff like that. So I put that in my Instagram. I'll put it in the link in this episode as well, too. Just do the support. Like, support as much as you can. I'm just so over it. And it's so it's just so sad. And it. It's a shitty time right now, too, because even on social media, you know, that consumes so much of our lives right now. But there's so many fights and shit breaking out. You really see who your true friends are and who the true racist little fuck faces of the world are. And I'm just not here for it. I'm not like, no, not don't be racist. There's like, it's gross. Racism needs to end. I'm so over it. It's disgusting. Um, just stop fucking killing people. I just can't. So... Yes, I'm. I'll put those links in this episode, and of course, it, it's already on my Instagram and everything like that. But then, you know, keep updated, keep informed, but also stay safe. If you are somebody, me personally, I can't handle that. My anxiety is too much to actually physically go out and stuff. Um, but I'll spread the word and donate if I can. But like, if you are, please be safe because you've seen the videos, you've seen shit like that, and like, it's just it's rough out there and it's bullshit. And hopefully, um this all stops very, very soon. And now for a segment I like to call Her Story Lesson, where we take a look at an LGBTQ plus community member or an ally who has helped impact the community in a positive way. Enjoy! For this installment of Herstory Lesson, it kind of goes back to those gay red flags that popped up in my mind and said, mm, am I gay? And I'm going to be talking about Lance Bass. Girl. So if you don't know who Lance Bass is, again, rude. He was one of the members in NSYNC, which was a popular boy band in the 90s and early 2000s. And he gave me all the feels, you know? Um, it's like us little gay homo boys, we were like, we see you. You know, there, there's unspoken, mm -hmm, we see you. He was my faves and, um, you know, a lot of faves and stuff. And of course, since then he's come out, um, he's married to a man, yay. So he's gay, he's um, a big support and stuff. So it's always nice to have somebody that you looked up to and were like, mm, okay, like he, there's something about him that's special and I like it. Um to come out and be on your side, your team. So again, also to Ricky Martin, but this is about Lance Bass. So yes, Lance Bass is just uh, amazing. And it's great. He always speaks out for the community and stuff like that. And just having representation um, and the things that he does is so great and so good. And it's so, it's so refreshing to see it. It didn't uh, damage his career. Cause there were times um, where celebrities and stuff, my dog's, barking in the back. She's she's a Lance Bass barker, okay? She supports him. So there were times where celebrities would come out and, like, it damaged their career and shit like that. And so it didn't really do his... He's still, he's still popping. He's still doing good, and he still looks, um, fine. So, Lance Bass, yes, uh, we adore him and support him, and we're glad to have him on our team.
For this week's quote time, it's something that's simple and something that's gay. And it is, love is love. It's that simple. It's that powerful. It is what it is, you know? Um, I definitely remember when I came out and stuff like that, which I'll probably go into more <laughs> throughout Pride Month this year. I don't want to put too much gay into it, but I remember definitely hearing from certain family members and stuff like, oh, this is a phase, like, what? how could you do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, love is love. Like, I'm still Steven. I'm still me. I just happen to love men. So that's it that's what it is like i don't i don't know why people struggle so hard with family members and loved ones and stuff like that because if you truly love somebody you realize love is love and you should back the fuck up so let people love who they fucking want to love it ain't hurting you none so yeah love is love that's the quote for this week i'm gonna find something better for next week but i just wanted to start out with something simple and um spoiler alert every single episode of this month is going to be something related to pride month so get used to it spoiler alert spoiler alert look bitch it's been almost a week, <laughs> not a full week, but it's been almost a week since the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race season 12 has aired, and I'm going to spoil it. Sorry about it, but that's what my topic is for what you're watching this week, and it's on RuPaul's Drag Race season 12. Girl, there is so much to unpack, and I I, I just can't. Okay, um, first, we're going to start with um, the winning situation. So... Spoiler alert, I'm about to announce the winner of season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. So if you don't uh, want to know who that is, you might want to skip maybe 15 seconds ahead. And then I'll, I'll try to keep it hush-hush after that. So the winner for this year was Jada Essence Hall. And yes, bitch, she deserves it. And honestly, the three queens and, look, straight people or people that haven't watched RuPaul's Drag Race, you don't know what I'm talking about, but girl. So the three... Uh, top three queens. I loved them all. They were all so good. Like this season was so, so good. You know, there was a lot of um, talented queens and honestly like Crystal Method. Oh my God. Like so funky, weird and artistic. Just loved her. I loved her lip sync with the um, Nella Furtado song. Oh, uh, what is it? The, uh, uh, the bird song. I'm like, the bear. I don't know. So fucking funky and cute and just loved it. And then Gigi Good. Yes, she's been slaying all season. Um, and I have to give, like, full, like, oh, my God. My heart almost dropped and fell out my fucking ass. Because her reveal with the black and white Dorothy dress and two colored, and then she had the boots on, she ripped them off, she had the ruby red slippers. And I don't know if you noticed, but um, I definitely did because I'm a big Wizard of Oz fan. When she uh, put her head down and came back up, she had the pigtails, and then it was um, Dorothy's hair in the end of the movie where it was like curly and cute and wavy. And then she did the little um, Dorothy, ooh, I'm, 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 I'm scared um, with like the fingers up to her mouth. So I was living for that. And then, Jada, oh my god, like she, she fucking gave it to you though. And that little, that like ending moment where she lifted up the orange, like I don't know what you want to call it, like 
a parachute looking thing and it had a crown like uh, oh my god it was so 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 good so fierce and she i mean they all did wonderful didn't really care about the the close-up lip sync that was a bit much but um i did enjoy uh gg uh going with the motions with her eye eyes but like they all did really good close up with her mouth uh work that sounds so fucking with their mouth work it sounds so sexual and um kinky but um but then they're 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 ones where i enjoyed like i said um the second because they did three lip syncs and the second one was they got to do their own and did like a little production of it i uh really loved crystals i really loved uh gg's as well too aesthetically and everything like that um when she did a little jump thing and her outfit change bitch and but jada i'm not gonna lie like hers i was like hmm like there wasn't much production into it and stuff like that but out of all like she gave a fucking show it was like spot on like performance performance like sometimes and then i think that's what makes a really really good drag queen and a strong drag queen is when you take away all that extra frou-frou shit and they can still slay the house down and just look so good doing it and that's what jada did she fucking killed it and it looked so good and i loved it um and then of course the last one was survivor and they all like i said like that reveal and also did anybody catch crystal method doing the fucking savage dance from tiktok (laughs) i was dying but they all looked so so fucking good so fierce and uh, it was just so good but like let's talk about this season like a little review or review whatever um of the whole season as a whole. Like I said, it was a very a strong, strong. I mean, I feel like most of the time, I think it was like, oh, somebody, nobody's gone home. Oh, it's still the same bitches. Like, it's still whatever. So it was really good. A lot of good fashion, of course. A um, lot of good. And I really do think the, the top three are good. I also really enjoyed Jackie Cox. I, do, I don't think, don't come for me. Because I honestly think that it should have came down to Gigi and Jada. Um, that's my opinion. I love Crystal, but I just feel like, I, I feel like her and Jackie would destroy All Stars. I just don't think that they're they're ready. Um, one hundred percent. Also, uh, another spoiler alert: uh, Miscegeniality, Heidi in closet. Fucking loved her. Like she. She was one. It's funny because a lot of them, I thought, oh, God, I'm not going to like these. Like, they all look generic. No. She was a fucking amazing, too. Um, she had a lot of heart and soul in it. And just, she was so funny. And so much, I mean, they all were funny. Okay, like, Gigi, <laughs> fucking top funniest moments. Gigi Good's robot in Snatch Game. <laughs> I fucking died. Because, uh, girl, I was worried. I was like, you in danger, girl. Because how do you make a sex robot funny? And she fucking killed it. And then Jada, <laughs> look over there. <laughs> fucking, I was about to pee myself. And I feel like Joe, uh, Jeff Goldblum, Joe. <laughs> I was <laughs> Joe Goldberg from um, fucking you. No, Jeff Goldblum, um, really, he was dying too. It was so fucking funny. And then even Crystal Method and her exotic dancer, which again, worried about because it wasn't really a drag it was, it was a man and drag-ish kind of looking thing, but like the jerk and stuff like that. So it was super just fucking funny. And Heidi was funny with her tears of drag queen and her little, I can't even do the, the cause she has like, if you don't know who she is, bro, again, 
but she has a gap in her tooth and she could do the little whispering thing. And she was like, uh, she would just, I can't do it. She sounds like, um, oh, Herbert the Pervert from Family Guy. Who's like, who's the paper boy? I can't even do it. Paper boy. I can't do it. But she just, she has that like, oh, fuck it. I hit my mic because I'm trying to get really into it and passionate. I just loved Heidi. Um, and Jackie Cox was really good. Too. I just loved her fashion. It was all um, really good. And she was passionate about her heritage and culture and everything, which is also something like, yes, bitch. Because drag queens are prideful and they like to show off their shit. Do you have to talk about the the dog part, dark part, dog part? Well, I mean, dog, whatever. Call it like it is. Um, there was one contestant who we were reminded every week was disqualified before this shit even happened. Um, was disqualified because some um, dark things came to light um, after that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you definitely need to Google it. It was, um, it's some shit. And I don't want to bring up all that trauma. Um but there was a lot of sexual abuse and like harassment and shit like that. So, um, but one of the contestants who unfortunately fucking made it the whole season, um, it, it just was some shit. But it's weird because I feel like they went back and edited her out a lot so much. So you just forget the bitch was even there, honestly. And you couldn't really gauge like, is she good? Is she top material? Because I, I you don't really get to see her a lot. So, yeah. But I'm glad that she was disqualified. Fuck her. Um, but yeah, there's other than that, there's there's just really good queens this year. I'm not gonna lie though. Like it sucks because I feel like the first couple queens, like the I would say the first two or three queens that are eliminated. I mean, usually the first, definitely. Besides Miss Vanji, um, you don't really remember. And you know, I feel like they they did that with Dahlia Sims, though, like Sims or Shins. See, I don't, I didn't get to really know her. So, uh, but she had made an appearance as the broccoli like the whole season. If you've never watched this and you don't know what I'm talking, you're probably like, what the, this, this sounds like shitty, a shitty show, but it, bitch, it's not an Emmys. Um, but yeah, it, it was so, so good. And I really enjoyed the, okay, Madonna. Let's talk about it. The Madonna challenge was so fucking good. But I'm sorry. Gigi did good, but, like, Jane was robbed. Jane did so good, too. Jane was another one that I will, I, oh, my God. Jane was so fucking good. Like, she could sing. She could, oh, my God, so good. It's just a really good season. Am I right, guys? And girls and whoever. Um, such a fucking great season. And, um... It kind of sucks, though, because I feel like the crowning and the finale, just like most people's like experience this year, was taken away because it was virtual. So you didn't really get that crowning, oh, my God, put the crown on my head moment and stuff like that. Um, it kind of sucks. It was all virtual. So it, it just really – and it really kind of took me out of the element as well, too, because it's kind of awkward um, with it being um, – you know, virtual, it was, I was like, am I on a Zoom call with somebody, like, performing? It's nice to have, like, the loud crowd reaction and stuff like that. And also, all the tea, all the shade, but RuPaul, girl, can't even do your makeup? Like, I don't get it. Like, you've been doing drag for 150 fucking years, and you can, love you, girl, but, like, you couldn't get your makeup done yourself? Like, homegirl wore these masks, like, like, looked like she was about to get into the ring and wrestle, it was just very odd. You're clocking people and shit like that. You couldn't even slap on a wig, some nails, and some makeup. Like, not even a, a simple look or anything like that. Like, it, 
I don't get it. It was, that was off-putting, and it is what it is, but yeah, overall, really good season. Um, um, at first I was like, Ugh, I'm so annoyed, annoyed. I don't really care about All-Stars right now. Like, stop <laughs> throwing Drag Race down, um, you know, our fucking mouse and shit. Like, what am I trying to say? Oh, force Drag Race down our throats. That's what I'm <laughs> shoving in our mouth. Oh, that sounds, again, kinky and sexual, but whatever. Um, I kind of wasn't looking forward to it, but then after the whole rule thing changed up, I was like, oh, okay, bitch. So I feel like we're going to see a lot of sick queens come back and take the crown. And honestly, though, it could go either way. I love the cast, so I'm kind of like, whoever, I feel like they all deserve it at this point, so bring your A-game, bitches, so, yeah, so that was um, my review of What You Watching, um, season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race, it was so good, I loved it, I ate it up, but it kind of sucks because, yeah, the virtual reunion and the virtual crowning, but, you know, that Rona bitch, again, fucking, now she hates drag queens, homophobic bitch. Embarrassing Steven story time. Oh, yes. Let's leave you with some laughs and just appreciate this. Hopefully, you know. Um, so uh, I've mentioned this before and I'll probably talk about like my whole coming out sooner or later. I actually did a little video with my husband um, a couple years ago. It's on our YouTube page, um, Mr. and Mr. Bice. If you want to look at it, if you just can't wait, but I'll go over it another day too. Um but I, spoiler alert, I cried a lot. Ugly crying in that video. Um, but I wanted to share a little <laughs> experience that I had. The first time, well, not really the first time that I thought that I had feelings for a boy. But the first time I uh, acted on them, I guess you could say. So this was when I was like 18 or 19. And I was I was coming to that realization with myself. And was like, ooh, girl, you gay. Um, probably. So, at first I came out as, like, bisexual, of course. Um, because I thought, you know, if I came out fully gay, like, people would think less of me and everything like that. And, like, sorry, girls, love you, but just couldn't do it. Um, men's all the way. So, I came out as bisexual. And I actually, and I do not condone this, and I do apologize severely to, um my girlfriend at the time. Um, again, like it was just, a, I, I don't know. It was super weird and super shitty. Um, what I did, but I was just trying to explore myself. That's still not, you know, not acceptable. So, um, what had happened was I actually went with my girlfriend to a mutual friends. Um, uh, I think it was her birthday party or something like a birthday party or, or, a end of the year party or something like that. I don't know. And um, there was a openly gay guy there. And I was just like, oh gosh, he's cutie patootie um, and everything. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. So uh, I added him on Facebook, I want to say, or Tumblr. I'm not sure. I was very into Tumblr at the time. Something and started messaging and everything like that. But it wasn't like, it was very PG. And I was just like, we should hang out. Ha ha. Whatever. Okay. Baby gay Steven. Hang out in gay terms is, let me suck your dick. Um, that's how you, that's the only way to put it. Like, it's like the hookup um, term and everything. Like, you have to explicitly tell gay men, like, I'm looking to date. I'm looking for this. Or, like, we looking to fuck. Like, I'm looking. So you have to specify. I didn't know that. I was still, like, a newborn, fresh out the little gay 
womb. So I didn't know. So I was just like, we should hang out. And he was like, yeah, sure. Let me come to your, your place now. And I was just like, I'm sorry, bitch. What? Like, mm, no. Um, I was like, okay, I don't know. So we ended up though. <laughs> so we ended up, so we ended up um, hanging out and my expectations versus his expectations were completely off you know, whatever. And to this day, he probably thinks I'm some weird psychopath or whatever. And, um, but I can't, like, it, I just didn't know what to expect. So I was just like, yeah, cool. So we were hanging out watching Mean Girls. And then he was like, let's go to the bed and cuddle. And I was like, okay. But I literally was like, I don't know what to fucking do. I've never, this is weird. And then, you know, I had the whole guilt of like, I have a girlfriend um, and everything. So I just laid there and it was super awkward. And he was like, uh, I'm going to go to the the bathroom. And I was like, okay, cool. And then he got out and was like, I'm going to go. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what did I do? And was super weird and was like, uh, still messaging him. I was like, oh, this is the, I told my girlfriend, we talked about it. And uh, I was just like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to explore things. Nothing happened, but it's just, you know, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, looking back, I was like, he definitely probably, he came over looking to hook up. And I'm just like, Let's watch Mean Girls. Um, what the fuck? So super weird, super awkward, super doofy of Steven. But hey, you learn, you grow. So if you're a little baby gay out there, just know if you're dating and shit, like be specific with gay guys or else, you know, you end up in a bathtub with a missing kidney. But <laughs> no, just kidding. That was a dark joke. But um, yeah, you kind of have to do, make sure that y'all are on the same wavelength and levels or else it's going to be super fucking awkward. And next thing you know, you're shaking in your bed while some boy is trying to cuddle with you and like, ugh. so what a fucking mess. But I've grown, I've learned, I've blossomed. I'm like a senior gay now. Yeah. Moral of this story is if you are questioning, mm, am I gay? Mm, do I want to be a different gender? Mm, do I want this, that, or whatever? Girl, you're not alone. It's totally normal. You're totally cool. Figure it out. It's for you to figure out. And don't let people shame you and back you in a corner and make you think that something's wrong with you or anything like that. Like, no, fuck that nobody needs that negativity in their life. Okay, cool. Just like RuPaul says, like, you get to choose your family. So if your family or anybody rejects you, like, they're clearly they don't love you enough for the, just you. Because <laughs> like I said, love is love and your life choices and everything like that, um, you know, is important and it's important to you. And you should never feel like, oh, I'm the only one. Because, you know, I definitely felt that at times younger, um, and it's, it's, it's just really shitty and really sad and um, not to go too, too deep and dark and everything and explore that. But it was, it was really shitty at times where I was like, why couldn't there be something else wrong with me? Cause you know, I always knew in the back of my mind, always had that thought like, okay, I'm gay. Like, why can't there be something else wrong with me? And it took me a long time to realize there is nothing wrong with you, but I always was like praying and hoping and, um, I mean, literally like, dear God, please make me not gay and give me something else. Like I literally, I remember times where I was just like, and this is like really bad. Like you could take a pinky toe, you could fucking give me some disease or something like that, but like, don't make me gay. Um, because a lot of people, especially where I grew up, like that was such a big, big, bad, ugly thing. And I would, I was like, God, I don't want that. Like, please give me something else. Like I'll trade it in for anything. But now I'm like, ah, oh, bitch. 
uh-uh, not today, Satan. Um, give me that gayness um, and miss me with that bullshit. So now I'm clearly I'm open. I'm a lot more happier. Um, a lot. I'm, I'm very prideful and everything like that. But I do want to get the message across that if you're questioning things like that, there are people out there that care and love about you. There's resources um, out there. Um, you know, it, and it does. It truly does get better in time. And you're not the only one. And yeah, it might seem shitty now. And it is a super confusing, especially at a young age, like. You're, you get super confused and there's a lot of mixed emotions and mixed thoughts and you do things that, you know, uh, that you never normally would do and stuff like inviting a guy over to uh, or going to see a guy to cuddle and everything like that. Like, I don't know. So when you have a girlfriend, that was my point with that. But, you know, it, it is a really hard time and it's super shitty, but please just know that you're not alone. Um, you can always reach out to me. I don't care. Um, and find those who love and support you for who you are and plant that friendship with them, you know, because the other ones that will reject you or question or anything like that, like I said, miss me with that bullshit. Well, that's all I have for you now. Um, I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Pride Month. I have so much more to offer. Um, definitely um, have some fun interviews coming up. Um, gonna be talking marriage. Gonna be talking about more gay shit. <laughs> gonna be talking about discrimination and education. Uh, due to sex and stuff like that. So just stay tuned. And again, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Sir Stephen Rice. Um, and again, with the Black Lives Matter, um, I'm putting that uh, link not only in this episode description, but it's also in my Instagram bio right now. So go there, support it and everything like that. And just know um, we all should be in this together. And, you know, all lives won't matter until Black Lives do. And I think it's a good opportunity now, especially for Pride Month, to lift up our um, Black LGBT you know, Q plus family and brothers and sisters and be like, we got you fam. Like we're still fighting for this, even in pride month, you know, let's, you know, be prideful all around, you know, rainbows every fucking where, um, it's going to be great and beautiful and gorgeous. And there's just so much more, um, down the pipe, the, the, the pipeline. Is that a thing? Pipeline, pipeline, right? Yeah, we're going to go with that. So more episodes to come. This one was kind of a short one um, because I just have a lot more to explore down the road. And, you know, with recent events and stuff, it's kind of not going to lie. No um, full transparency. I'm just not feeling up to everything right now. So I'm trying to be as positive as possible and spread so much light out there and everything like that laughter and i'm hoping i'm doing a good job if you think i am if you could please leave me a rating on apple um share with your friends subscribe spotify whatever you use um that'd be great and awesome um spread the light spread the love love is love gay 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 um that's this whole episode in a nutshell and black always matter duh so yes Hopefully, um, you join me for the rest of the Pride Month, um, yep, (laughs) Pride Month episodes. Again, I'm out of it. I need, I need a nap. Honestly, I feel like we all just need a nap right now. (sighs) So yes, thank you so much for your support so far with my podcasting, um, 
little gig and everything like that. And I do love um, reading the reviews. They're so great and they make me want to keep going. So please, please, please send, send more love, share, um, and everything like that. And follow me again at Sir Stephen Rice, Facebook, Twitter, um, and Instagram. Well, I hope everybody has had a great uh, first couple of days of June. A um, lot more coming at you. We're going to be so happy and great. And hopefully that Rona bitch goes away soon and racism stops soon. So, yay! <laughs> so until next time, I hope you have a fantastic day. <laughs>